so many people think, oh, who would listen to me? And, you know, I'm not a geek and this and that. Don't let your fears stop you from at least trying. Welcome back to the Creative Studio. My name again is Joshua Rivers. I'm your host. I'm your guide on this journey into online content creation. In this season, we are covering how to podcast. This is semester three. Um, And in this particular session, we're going to be talking about podcasting workflow. This is going to be the first of three parts. And so in this first part, we're going to talk about preparation. And so podcast preparation. So how do you get prepared for your podcast? And so we're going to be talking a little bit about that. And then also we have an um, an interview with David Jackson from the School of Podcasting. And so uh, definitely excited to be able to bring that. And so I was uh, able to talk to him after he got back from uh, spending his time in Las Vegas as the um, uh, let's see, what is it? The director of the podcasting track for new media expo. And so I was definitely excited to be able to talk to him after that. And so we were supposed to have the interview before, um, but he had so many things on his plate that he had to get done before new media expo, um, that he asked if it was okay if we postponed it. And so, um, I, I agreed. And so, um, now we, we're able to get that. And so definitely excited for this interview. And so he shares some things uh, regarding um, how to podcast for free. And so it's an experiment that he is um, doing right now. And so he has a um, a course and also a podcast um, that he's going through as part of this experiment. And so he talks about that a little bit and uh, we'll have links to that information. If you'd like to uh, check that part out. And so, um, he and I uh, both want to give the um, a warning, I guess you could say, um, that, I mean, as the saying goes, you get what you pay for. The same thing kind of applies when we're talking about podcasting as well. So if you try to go the free route, yes, you technically can get it done, but it may not be done well. And so um, keep that in mind. And so uh, anyway, so that's part of what we're going to talk about. And so um, as we get into um, some things, though, before the interview, we're going to be talking about preparation. And so as we were um, leading up to this uh, particular episode into this um, session, and so we've done seven episodes already on this topic of podcasting in this semester, we touched on podcasting some in uh, previous seasons uh, a little bit, but uh, we talked about uh, the very first and probably most important thing is knowing your audience. And so um, if, if you have a struggle with that, you can go back to semester three, se- uh, session one, and be able to check that out. Um, I actually plan on creating a video uh, to talk about that a little bit more in depth. Um, just uh, this last Saturday um, at the time of this recording, uh, so this was on April 25th of 2015, um, we had a um, a local event here in Oklahoma City uh, for podcasters. And so it was the Oklahoma Business Podcasting Summit. And uh, so uh, myself and also Zach Bob, who was on um, 
session one of this semester. And then also uh, Daryl Darnell, who is going to be a future guest. Um, and so uh, the three of us are the ones that organize that. And so um, we were kind of doing it in a tight timeline. And um, so just trying to fit the planning part of it into some nooks and crannies. And so we didn't get the results that we were initially hoping for, uh, but it was still a great event. And so if uh, you're listening to this as a result of that event, so if you were at that event, you're listening to this series now, I definitely appreciate it and glad to have you part of the group. And so if you happen to live in Oklahoma or near Oklahoma, we do have a Facebook group. And so um, you can join that. Uh, We also have monthly uh, meetups. And so uh, we're trying to build that and grow that a little bit more, become a little bit more structured. And so uh, for the Facebook group, you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash OKPod. So OKPOD. And so we would love to be able to have you um, uh, part of that group. And we'll have uh, more information about local events and things like that that are going on. If you are not in Oklahoma um, and you'd like to get involved in some groups, there are uh, some different Facebook groups and things like that that you might be able to get in contact with as well. Uh, so if you want some more information about a local group in your area, feel free to reach out to me and uh, ask. And so i love to be able to help. And so with that kind of aside there, and so I plan on uh, creating a video for um, getting to know your audience a little bit better, being able to identify who that is. And then another important thing is knowing your why. And so, again, we're talking about uh, preparation. This is all stuff that comes before you hit the record button. And so uh, that's basically what we're covering in this episode. And so you want to know your why. And so we talked about that also in a previous one, but just an emphasis of that. And so we covered some different things about some basics with uh, technology. We talked about some different things about uh, the podcast format. And so that's something that you need to nail down before you get into actually recording is you obviously need to know the format that you plan on having. And so you want to try to have all this stuff uh, done beforehand. And so... Uh, you want to be able to know that. And so then in the last, uh, let's see, it was actually uh, two episodes ago in session six, we talked about um, ha- being able to get your podcast topic both at the show level. Um, so the overall podcast topic that you're looking at, then also on the episode level. And so you want to be able to get that down. And that's going to be something that's going to really help you be able to focus and to concentrate as you get ready to record your podcast episodes. And so that's kind of some of the things that we've talked about so far leading up to the preparation. Um, We're not going to rehash all of that. In the last episode, we also talked about media hosting and some of that. So if you want some of that information, go check out those previous episodes. Go to creativestudio.academy. And right there on the homepage, you can get all the different past episodes that we've had. And so you can just scroll down through. And so I got it set up now. I I made some changes to it. So you go to that homepage and you can be able to see all the different episodes that we've had for this podcast. And you can scroll down through and be able to find the topic that you're needing help with. And so I'm going to be working on uh, restructuring some of that in the near future um, even more, uh, try to make it easier and more accessible. And so Uh, When it comes to preparation, there's a lot of people that don't put enough emphasis and work into the preparation. And I fall into this category myself many times because we get in a hurry. We kind of put it off 
And so it's not the forefront of our mind um, as we go through the week. And so then it comes time to uh, take care of the podcast episode and we're not prepared for it. And so we're like, oh, well, we'll just wing it. And we just go in. We try to do that. We stumble. We stamber. We make mistakes. And then we got a, a bigger thing that we need to take care of on the backside of it. And so, uh, so a lot of headaches in podcasting, and this applies for anything in life, but a lot of the headaches in podcasting can be avoided with proper preparation. And so the more and the better you prepare before you sit down to record, or a lot of people are standing um, nowadays with standard desks and all that kind of stuff, uh, but the more you do beforehand, the better experience that you're going to have and the smoother it is going to be as you go through the podcast. And so you want to try to do this uh, preparation beforehand. So what are we looking at here? And so uh, this will include doing things like research. And so uh, obviously, depending on your particular podcast topic or um, and then the format that you choose, if you're doing interview, uh, what you need to do for research is going to be different. And so um, you may not have to do as much research when you're interviewing. You want to do enough so that you can be able to ask the right questions and know what questions you should ask and things like that um, and have an idea of what uh, your guest is about uh, before you have them on. And so you may not necessarily have to have all the answers, but you at least want to know enough that you can be able to uh, have a good conversation um, as to where you're going to be going with that. And so you want to do some research. If you're doing a solo show, you're having something a little bit more uh, prepared, or even if you're having a co-host, you want to prepare. You want to do whatever research you need to be able to try to get things lined up beforehand as much as possible. And so there's been many times I sit down to do an episode, and um, I just have things that come off the top of my head as I'm recording, and I haven't looked it up, and it makes me kind of stumble a little bit as I try to go through and try to say, well, I, we had this one episode and it was somewhere around here. And, and so it's not quite as smooth. It's not quite as informative, not quite as helpful to the listener if uh, you, you have to do that kind of thing. And so sometimes I've come across a point like that. And so I've stopped, paused the recording and I went and looked it up and then I would come back and um, try to make it fit it back in as smoothly as possible. And so the more preparation you do beforehand, though, it will kind of save some of that as you're going through there. And so some of the research outlining the episode. And so you want to at least know where you're going when you're going to be recording. And so you want to have at least some sort of outline. And as we talked to uh, Philip Swindle back in episode four or uh, session four of uh, of this, we were talking about uh, podcast show notes, or maybe it was uh, session five. See, there's something I didn't double check with. So anyway, um, so uh, Philip Swindle uh, talked about show notes, and I mentioned the fact that sometimes I start with an outline. I get my stuff outlined, and then I could use that to be able to create my show notes. And that he said that's a good way to be able to start when it comes to preparing for your show notes. And so uh, know where you're going. And if you have it written out beforehand, that's an easy way for to be able to have an outline to go based on. And so outlining the episode. Another thing that you could do in preparation is gathering the resources. I kind of mentioned that a little bit with the research. And so you want to get the links, the articles, the different things that you're going to be referencing in the episode so that you can have those ready to go um, so that when you record, it'll be easy to be able to take care of. And then also uh, another thing you want to do is you want to have communication with anybody else that may be involved. So you want to make sure if you have an interview, make sure that 
both you and the other person know exactly when you're supposed to meet. And then you want to make sure that you outline um, the details as far as how you're going to be recording it. Is it going to be on Skype? Is it going to be on Google Plus? Is it going to be over a phone? Is it going to be in person? So you want to be able to nail that stuff down and make sure it's clear. If it's someone that's in another time zone, make sure that you know and both of you know exactly what time it is. And so that is one of the podcasting pitfalls, um, if you will, um, being able to uh, uh, messing up the time zones. And so uh, there's been times when uh, when I've getting ready to be get on with a guest and um, one of us was wrong on the time. And so uh, we didn't calculate uh, the time difference properly. And so I usually try to be very clear um, when I'm doing that. I usually try to make sure that I'm speaking in terms of the guest time zone. That way it's easier for them. And so uh, there was a while there um, for a year, I was doing a podcast with a friend in Washington, uh, the 24 podcast. And so there's a two hour difference between myself and him. So anytime that we would talk about what time we were going to meet, I always used it in reference to his time zone, the Pacific time zone. And so I would always do that. And so that way it made it easier for him so that he didn't have to worry about converting and making a mistake and things like that. If there was a mistake, then it would be on my part for, uh, for that. But I was conscious of that. And so, uh, and usually for us, I mean, uh, we got used to it because we usually recorded close to the same time every week. And so you want to be able to nail all that kind of stuff down, be prepared beforehand. And so you want to do what you can to eliminate the mistakes and things like that before you record. And then also while you're recording, we'll talk a little bit about that next session. And so, because we're talking about preparing this week, next week, we're talking about the recording and the week after that, we're going to talk about post-production and editing. And so to be able to help with the post-production and editing though, the more you can do up front, the easier that part's going to be. That's one big key. And so, so in preparation, again, try to do as much as you can beforehand. The, e- the more that you do, the better that you do with the preparation, the easier it is going to be while you record, and it's going to be even easier when you do the post-production. And so those are some of the key things I think that are important for us to keep in mind when it comes to this podcasting workflow, when it comes to preparation. And so uh, when we get all done with this, I'm going to try to put together a PDF that you can be able to have that kind of outlines the uh, workflow that you can be able to go through. And so I I can't say it's what I follow exactly because I have episodes that are different formats and things like that. And I kind of change it up when I have guests. And so it's not always the same, but I, I can give you an idea of what I try to follow and something that is at least an idea for you to look at um, that might be able to help you in creating a podcast workflow for yourself. And so with that, we're going to go ahead and transition into the interview with David Jackson. Again, he's from the School of Podcasting. It is a very good course um, that he has for learning how to podcast. And so I started listening to him and there was uh, him and also Daniel J. Lewis and uh, Cliff Ravenscraft. Those were the three podcasts that I listened to podcasts about podcasting as I prepared to be able to get ready for podcasting. And it turned out that Dave Jackson was the one that resonated the most with me, and he still does. And so he's, uh, if I had to pick out of all the podcasters about podcasting, he would definitely be my favorite when it comes to that. And so, and he has a um, 
a membership site for it at the School of Podcasting. And when you become a member, you get access to all the courses. And so he goes through um, his tagline is uh, get you on the path to pain free podcasting. He flattens the learning curve. He takes the complex things and really explains it, makes it easy to be able to understand and implement. And so he has a lot, he's got a lot of great training things on the website. Um, and then beyond that, there is also a Facebook group. And that Facebook group has been very valuable, very helpful. And so there's been times when I've had questions or I need to get feedback or even just for me to answer questions for other people that are asking questions for things I've done before also. And so a lot of really cool interaction that takes place with that. And so if you're interested in looking into that, you can go to creativestudio.academy slash SOP. And so that is an affiliate link. So I will get a little bit of a commission for it. It's absolutely not any more expensive for you. And so it's just something that uh, can be able to help uh, this podcast be able to grow a little bit more, be able to help me be able to make things a little bit better. And so, uh, so that again, that's creativestudio.academy slash SOP. And with that, we're going to go ahead and transition right into the episode with David Jackson. So Dave, why don't you go ahead and tell us now that you've passed that 10 year mark in podcasting, kind of tell us a little bit of your journey in podcasting, how you got started in it and we'll go from there. Yeah, I had a, uh, a newsletter for musicians. Uh, my background is I, I teach people basically a lot of Microsoft Office. And at the time, I'd already been playing with Microsoft Front Page. And so I'd already been building websites, and I had a newsletter, and I was doing this thing for musicians. And I had a fair number of people on my email list, but wasn't getting a whole lot of feedback. And a friend of mine came back from a big uh, internet, some sort of marketing convention thing, and he said, hey, the, the word of the day is podcasting. And I'm like, you know, what's a podcast? And I remember Googling it, and there was literally like a page and a little more. I mean, there was literally like like 12 hits. This is uh, early uh, 2005. And um, I just remember like, wow, this is weird. And I literally had to search to figure out what it was, how to piece this part one together. And uh, I remember when I did, and I actually uploaded a file, and I was using a, a really early program called Juice to subscribe to my own podcast. And I saw it come back down, and I went, oh, this this is going to be cool. And uh, yeah, we've we've come a long way because that was before iTunes, that was before iPhones, and I was laughing uh, last night. I was in Target, and the license plate on my car, oddly enough, says podcast. Right, I, I have the, the personalized plate, and I'm I'm getting out of my car, and this guy goes, "Do you do a podcast?" And I'm like, "Well, as a matter of fact, you know," and I hand him a card. <laughs> And it's so weird because I go, do you listen to podcasts? He goes, oh, I love the Nerdist. And I just thought, man, we've come a long way because 10 years ago, really for the first like five, anytime you brought up podcasting, you spent the first half of the conversation explaining that you didn't need an iPod, uh, you know, you, you synchronized it or whatever it was. And you had to explain to your audience what it was. By that time, they're already exhausted <laughs> when you say, hey, you know, what's your favorite hobby? Um, I had a great time. I was got stuck in the Houston airport. And uh, I had a shirt on about podcasting. And so the guy sitting next to me who's bored because we're waiting for our plane to show up goes, you know, what the heck's a podcast? And I explained it to him. He goes, oh, okay, I've, I've heard of these things. And I go, do you have a smartphone? And he goes, yeah, I have an iPhone. I'm like, cool, hand it to me. And so, it, which is kind of weird when a stranger just goes, give me your phone. <laughs> and I go, what's your favorite hobby? And he goes, well, I, I do a lot of bowling. And I'm like, cool. And I went to the podcast app and typed in bowling. And I go, here you go, customized content. Most of it's commercial free. And he goes, you're kidding me. And so it was fun just to turn somebody on. So we've we've come a long way. 
And, um, you know, along the way I've, I've made, uh, probably a lot of the same mistakes that a lot of people do. I have a drawer full of microphones that I no longer use. And uh, I've seen some technology come. I've seen some technology go. I've seen some waves. I've, I've heard of, uh, you know, podcasting is dead. I've probably heard that about four times. And I've, I've heard about podcasts uh, coming back again about five times. And in reality, over those 10 years, it's never gone down. We've had a constant growth every single year. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And, and for me, I love it because of my background in teaching. So I, I, I love that I get to teach people. I love that it's creative. So like my musician kind of creative side gets to, uh, to do that. And then it's kind of geeky, right? You're playing with all this technology and things like that. So when I, when I heard about that and I was actually getting ready to go back to school and, uh, at the time everybody's like, Ooh, the, the new hot thing is going to be a membership site. And I thought, well, uh, I'm going to need a flexible schedule. If I'm going back to school, I'm going to need to make some extra money. And if this thing is going to be huge, let's see if supply and demand still come into play. And uh, that's when the School of Podcasting was born. So it's been a fun 10 years. Definitely. I've, I've definitely been able to been in, uh, able to enjoy the, the things that I've seen over the last three years. And there's been a lot of changes just in that time frame and mm-hmm. how podcasting has grown and expanded into different areas. So um, one of the things I really wanted to talk about today with you is um, about an experiment that you've been doing over the last several months or so um, about podcasting for free. Um, can you kind of tell us what led up to that experiment and then <laughs> maybe let us know a little bit how that's going? Yeah, I had about the 4,000th person come to me and goes, is there any way I can do this for free? Everybody's always looking. It's weird. You can, you know, people that golf pay a lot of money to golf and people that bowl and, and whatever your hobby is. But for whatever reason, I think it's because it's a digital file. And we're used to using, you know, if a song is 99 cents, I should be able to to do this for free. And I was like, you know, I get this answer so much. And I, I really thought if I can get somebody to actually start a podcast, because that's the biggest hurdle, just starting. And I thought if the hurdle is money, let me get rid of that hurdle, let them get the podcasting bug, and then they'll want to upgrade and, and you know, kind of do it with um, some tools that might be a little better suited for for the long term. And so I set out to figure out how do I do this? And, um, you know, sometimes there's a really inexpensive microphone called the Audio Technica 2100. And when I say inexpensive compared to the, you know, $600 microphone, $60 is, is affordable unless you're on a paper route or something like that. And then $60 is a a lot of money. So I started using my phone and, uh, that came about because I did a Skype call with somebody who had a thunderstorm rolling through and I'm like, are you sure you're not using a microphone? He goes, no, I'm just using Skype on my phone. And it actually sounded pretty good. So I'm like, okay, you can get listenable audio from your phone. Then it was a matter of, okay, how can I get a website that's going to look decent? And the whole part of this was, how do I use technology that later, if I want to move into something, maybe just a, a little bit, you know, up more, just a, just a, up a step. And I, I use the analogy of when I first started playing the guitar, you know, I didn't go out and buy you know, a super expensive guitar. Cause you don't know if you're going to like it or not. And, uh, so I bought this little cheap thing and I played it for probably a year. And then I saved up my money. I put out $300 and got a really nice Gibson SG. And so I thought that's really what this is. Uh, this little experiment is for that person that goes, you know, I think I want a podcast. It sounds kind of cool, but I don't want to go spend a couple hundred bucks on equipment and then go, nah, not for me. So yeah, using your phone, you can use things like wordpress.com, um, all sorts of fun little tools that I'm using. I've actually found a media host that, um, 
normally, and this is where I say it's a better bad choice, if that makes any sense. Um, I wouldn't recommend them if I was going to do a business podcast or things like that because they do some things that are, in a branding sense, kind of weird. Like there's a, there's a part inside the audio file. Um, the geeky term is it's an ID3 tag. But the, the bottom line is, in many players, when you hit play, a picture shows up. Well, this media host kind of whacks your ID3 tags, but it's free. In fact, they actually pay you very, 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 very little, but they do pay you to host on there because they're going to put advertising at the beginning of your show. But for the person who just wants to dip their toe in the water and I want to get stats, I want a working RSS feed, and I don't really care about my ID3 tags, hey, jump on in the water. And so I've been playing with that, and it's kind of interesting. I think I'm up to $2.16 now. Uh, after a couple thousand downloads. Um, and yeah, you can do it. I was surprised. I'm actually, most of the time I, I record it in, uh, using the, the microphone on my phone. I uh, upload it to Dropbox, which is free to get it off my phone. I download it on my computer. I use Audacity, which is a free software. And then from there, I upload it to my uh, free media host and, and off we go. So uh, it's been kind of interesting. And I I was worried because for so many years I was like, come on, you people that want to do this for free, just quit drinking Mountain Dew, in my case, and you'll have enough money for a, for a podcast because, you know, you go to any gas station or whatever, it's it's pretty much two bucks for a 20-ounce bottle of pop, and most of us do that at least once a day or a couple times a day, and I'm like, there's your 30 bucks for a, a podcast, but I, I, I thought about it. I'm like, all right, let's see if we can do this, and uh, it's been a fun experiment, to, to say the least. I've also... I started a course, and <laughs> and I did find out that people who really want to do this for free uh, don't want to spend any money to learn how to do it <laughs> for free either. So, but it's it's I like to experiment. I'm actually thinking of starting another podcast and using Squarespace because that's another question I get all the time. What do you think of Squarespace? And I've kind of heard over the years that you know it's okay, it makes pretty websites, but in terms of functionality as a podcast website, eh, not so good. And so I like to go out and and get my hands dirty and see what it is. I know there's a brand just came on the scene. Podcasts with an S dot com is another free media host. And uh, I went over and looked at it and uh, it was like, no, 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 no. They're, they're actually kind of sleazy in a little way. So you got to be careful sometimes with the free stuff. But uh, it's been fun. The other thing I really liked about it is it made me step out of my comfort zone. I don't normally use Audacity, so I kind of had to learn a new skill. And it just made me, you know, think, get out of that comfort zone. And so that's one of the biggest reasons why I liked this experiment. I think I probably got another two episodes. I don't plan on having it being an ongoing, you know, years and years and years. It's just an experiment to see if it works. And uh, we'll see, because I, I know, again, kind of from being around for a while, um, I did some research and the average length of a free media host, because this isn't the first time this little uh, kind of uh, service has come up. Uh, the longest one went nine years. Now, they went through th about $36 million um, and couldn't get it to fly. Um, and other ones, I think, lasted two. But in, in general, a free media host uh, is going to last about five years before they go, oops, we probably should have charged some money for this. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm around... <laughs> Until they go belly up, I guess. We'll see. Hopefully it works. I mean, that was that was years ago. Maybe now there's enough interest in podcasting that, you know, they'll make enough money through advertising. That's what was missing uh, back in the day. Definitely interesting. And so I, I've been meaning to try to keep on keep in touch with what you've done with that. But mm -hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, so I mean, that, it's interesting to be able to hear um, hear your experience in that. So, yeah, it's 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 definitely different. 
so now let's flip the tables though um mm-hmm. for someone that's a little more serious and uh realizing the the pitfalls of trying to do something for free um what what are some the the basic things that someone needs to be able to get started um with that and of course that starts with going to school of podcasting.com um, <laughs> that would help <laughs> so uh so, so just go ahead and just give uh give the listener a, a a quick breakdown of the the major things they need to look at yeah i mean a lot of people say start with a microphone i'm like let's back up a second why do you want to have a podcast because a lot of people want to jump on board just because it's cool everybody's talking about podcasting i want one and i'm like well if you can't explain why you're never going to make it through the how because that that's where that passion that everybody talks about uh, kind of comes into play. And, and think about, you know, what are you passionate about? What do your friends say you're good at? That'll help you sometimes figure out what you're going to talk about. What do you hate to talk about? Let's, let's get that off the list. And there are all sorts of little things you can go through to kind of help you define your topic. Then it's just a matter of getting a microphone. And you have to figure out at that point, is it going to be me solo? Is it going to be, you know, you and a co-host? Is the co-host in the room with you? Are they across the, the country? Because uh, different situations require different equipment. And that's uh, that's one of the tricky parts because everybody wants to say, here's the equipment you use. And I've had so many people come to me that have literally put out like $1,000 for equipment. And they, they're really upset when they find out they could have got by with you know about $100 uh, for a little baby mixer and a microphone. And they bought all this extra stuff. So um, it is a little tricky. And that's why so many people want me to give kind of a, a one size fits all answer. And it's, it really does depend on what you're doing, but, you know, start with a microphone. And then if you are going to do a co-host, you know, do they have the same passion? Um, one of the, the biggest hurdles is, is schedules. Cause we're all busy. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you understand with, uh, we had to, we had to postpone this, this conversation once. Uh, so it's hard to, to find somebody who has the same passion and then the same schedule. I once mm-hmm. did a, I once did a podcast with four people and I was on the East Coast, two were in Central, and one was on West Coast. So by the end of the time we did that show, I'm like podcasting at one in the morning. and They're, they're like at 10, 11 o'clock. It was crazy trying to uh, schedule that. It, it gets even worse if you're with somebody on a different continent. So that's kind of fun to do. But, um, you know, and then I always say that the one uh, thing I always hear when people actually hear their voice for the first time they go, oh, is this how I really sound? And they hate the sound of their own voice. And I'm like, congratulations. Number one, you pressed record. Con- you know, just love the fact that you pressed record. That's awesome. And delete that because you're probably going to hate it. But that's actually a physical thing. You actually listen with your skull. It sounds weird, but there's this cool phrase, bone conduction. And I always tell people, if you have a stereo with a subwoofer, basically when you hear your voice for the first time, it's like somebody turned off the subwoofer. And you can hear this. If you um if you stick your fingers in your ear, but don't stick them in kind of like, I don't know, horizontally, but put your finger on the side of your jaw and then cover up your ear hole. And when you talk, all you'll hear is bass. And that is what your jaw is hearing. And that's what your jaw is adding to the sound of your voice. So like I say, it's like a subwoofer. And when you unplug that and now you're only using your ears, you're like, oh, I sound so tinty and it's it's just weird. And I always tell people it's uh it's not bad. It's just different. And it's okay. And if you, the more you just do it and get used to it, you know, you'll get over it. Uh, unless you're my wife, my wife still really, really hates her voice, but it is, uh, you know, and then from there, just, um, I mean, I've been doing it 10 years and I'm still experimenting with stuff. And, uh, you know, I used to do a lot of research on all the technology and now I'm looking at, you know, a lot of podcasts are, 
being spread around, not by having a great website or, you know, the best SEO. It's, it's good old word of mouth. And so I've been reading a lot of books on how do you get word of mouth marketing? And it, it kind of all comes down to content. But then it's like, okay, well, what's good content? So I'm always looking for something to um, improve and uh, find a better way to do it. And I think that's the teacher in me. I'm always, uh, to me, I feel if you stand still, you're, you're kind of going backwards in this world. So it's, it's always a fun journey and it's always something to learn and, and keep moving. Yeah, I, I definitely have to say that um, I, I love your podcast because of um, the way that you approach um, everything. And so it's, it's one of the must-listen podcasts that I have um, every week. And so uh, well, thank def- you. Yeah, I definitely, definitely don't. I mean, I, I hate it if I uh, have to wait a day or two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not quite that bad. But, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I love being able to um, be able to listen to you. And so, I mean, I listen to several different podcasts about podcasting, um, but the the way that you approach it um and, and of course i, I mean you, you could be a little more humorous in some of the things that you do mm-hmm. not so much but <laughs> yeah but but i mean i mean you definitely play in all the different humor and uh and all the different things and then uh like you mentioned there yet you, you had that teacher spirits are you're always out there trying different things and then coming back to the podcast and saying, Hey, I tried this and uh, maybe not so much or yeah. Yeah. Or, or here's this thing out here. I and mean, it's like fantastic. Um, well, and so it's really yeah. cool to be able to follow along with that. There's a radio guy named Howard Stern. Who's been famous. He's actually one of the probably more, he'll go down in the, the halls of, of radio hall and fame. And, um, a lot of people just know him for his, you know, stupid, silly humor and his kind of blue humor. But in the bottom line is you never know what you're going to get when you tune into that guy. And he's like, cause he's, he's, he can be super serious and have a really great interview. And then 10 minutes later, he's doing some sort of stupid prank or, you know, he's got people doing prank calls. So without going that extreme, I don't want to be blue and I don't want to be, you know, potty humor. Uh, but I always try to kind of keep people guessing just a little bit, even if it's just changing where music goes or something like that. I like people to have a consistent look like that. I know I'm going to tune in. Dave's going to give me a tip on how to do something better or some new technology or things like that. But I also know that, you know, last time he played this for his, his ending song and now he's doing this and Oh, wait a minute. Now he slowed it down and he's playing bloopers or, you know, whatever. I just try to do something just to keep it a little different. I want you to be comfortable coming to me, but I also want you to kind of go, Oh, that was, that was different. And, uh, there have been some things that, uh, that didn't work. I, um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I pl- I made a an actual skit. I tried to be funny, and that's where I really get nervous because usually, if I try to be funny, I just miss the mark. And I was making and I was <laughs> making fun of the news, the fact that every day you tune in and it's you know a politician lied and somebody got shot and blah blah. And the sports guy is you know just spewing nothing but uh, cliches and things like that. And I played it for my wife, and she just went, "Yeah, all right, well that's cute." And that was not the experience. That was not, that's not <laughs> what I was looking for. And so I was really nervous about it. And every time I listened to it, I made myself laugh. I don't know if that's some sort of weird ego trip, but I, I was like, that's funny, doggone <laughs> it. And uh, so I went ahead and put it out. I had so many people go, that was hilarious. So, uh, yes. so that was kind of fun. So, you know, I thought worst case scenario, I tried it. And if somebody goes, what are you doing? I tuned in to listen to podcast stuff and you're, you know, you're doing this angry, grumpy weather guy. And I'm like, oh, I'm just, just trying it. So yeah, I try to w- without, um, and, and there's a, there's that voice in my head that goes, if you're too goofy, you know, people aren't going to, you know, think you're serious about it. So I was trying to tell people, look, I'm super serious about podcasting, not so serious about myself. So, you know, that's, that's the way that goes. But, uh, mm-hmm. and it just goes back to, um, 
when I teach in a classroom, I always call my style of teaching edutainment. You know, I want people to have fun while they're there. And I, I do wacky voices in my classes and, and things like that. And people always kind of look at me like, well, that was not the typical computer nerd teaching the class. So anything I do <laughs> to stand out is, is always good. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed that um, newscast. Um, and so every newscast in America, yes. I think it is something yeah. like that. And so, yeah, that, that was good. And then, uh, you, you, you do some things like that, uh, every once in a while. I remember that one where, uh, Binky and the Wiz, yes. um, came into your studio and hijacked it. <laughs> that was episode 400. And I, uh, I don't even know where it came from. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was just talking about wacky morning radio DJ guys. And I just came up with the name Binky and the Wiz. <laughs> and, uh, I just, every time I needed to talk about radio i would just say yeah binky and the whiz and somebody actually had people going are, are, is that a real show in cleveland and i'm like no i just made it up <laughs> and so for 400 i wanted to do something different and uh so yeah I, I had them come in and and lock me in a broom closet which actually it's funny i think it's a seven minute little skit and it's kind of making fun because like you know binky's doing the weather okay so that doesn't work in a podcast really and uh you know it, it was like seven it took me a, the better part of a week because I was doing all the voices, I had my wife come in and be the nine one one operator and all this other fun stuff. So it'd be everybody's like, "Oh, you should do that every week," and I'm like, "No, no, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> I'd be dead if I did that." But uh, yeah, I've done that. I made fun of Serial, the the really you know famous podcast that came out last year, and I because everybody was just so, "Oh, it's so cool!" Listen to all the sound effects and they the way they tell a story. So I told the story of what I had for dinner, and people love that because I was just poking fun. You know, here I was, re- I was really in Target recording myself and the fact that I had the the cart with the uh, the noisy wheel and, and things like that. And I just said, you know, just because you read things in a, you know, uh, kind of dynamic fashion, why is it that Josh does that? You know, it's you still have to have a really good story. And that's what they did. They had a really good story. But for a while there, everybody was going to switch their format. And I'm like, it's not the format. It's the story. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, can, can you uh, um, look into your crystal ball um, and uh, maybe some of the things that you see coming uh, down the line for podcasting in the near future. Um, maybe some of the uh, cool things. I mean, you, uh, you've been uh, here, the director of podcasting. Uh, I forget the title. Yeah, that's it. Director of podcasting for the new media expo. Yeah. And um, it's interesting because I hear lots of rumors and it's one of those things where you kind of wonder if, if there's smoke, there's fire. Um, we all know, we already know that, uh, podcasting is going in, into cars with like Apple, uh, CarPlay and then Stitcher has some sort of CarPlay. And a lot of people are really, really excited about that. And I am, I mean, it's cool. It's another way to, to get people in there. I think by the time that gets to a car that I can afford, I, I mean, I'm already, I'm in a little Toyota Prius. I'm already connecting my phone via Bluetooth. So to me, I'm kind of like yeah, Apple CarPlay. I'm already playing podcasts in the car. So I don't think that's going to be quite the huge you know, thing that everybody thinks it is, but I, I hear over and over and over about Pandora and, um, Spotify, both sniffing podcasting because they need people on their platform to come listen so that they can put ads in front of them. I mean, that's what iHeartRadio did. iHeartRadio, uh, I have a show on iHeartRadio through a company called Spreaker. I don't get a ton of listens on iHeartRadio, but it's cool to say, hey, I'm on iHeartRadio right next to, you know, Binky and the Wiz. And, uh, so, um, you know, there's a company that did the same thing. They needed people to come use their app so they could put advertisers in front of them. And so they went to podcasters and said, Hey, if you, you know, pass enough tests here, we'll put you on iHeartRadio. And so I can see where 
you know, I, I hope at least Spotify and any other kind of streaming service. I know now Dr. Dre has something uh, in the works for music. I think all these people need content, and I can see where eventually some of these are going to go. You know, there are a lot of people over there doing that podcast thing, and we do a lot of music. Maybe we should add a talk channel, and I'm sure they'll add the you know the Rush Limbaugh's and the Jim Rome and all the other typical guys that are on the radio. But I, I can see where you know they'll open up the doors to podcasting. So I see that coming down the road, and just. I mean, every year it keeps going up. Now we're up to, I think it's 34% of Americans listen to podcasts. And as more and more people listen to it, they, again, they tell their friends that the phrase I heard it on a podcast now is, is something that, you know, people talk about. And like I said, most people aren't going, well, what's a podcast? And because of the smartphone, it's making it easier to consume. So I just see it going up and up and up and up. And, you know, now we're having all these wireless speakers like Sonos and, um, Amazon just came out with something called the Echo, some sort of little in-house thing, and they have built-in podcasting support. So it's just going to be easier and easier and easier to uh, to consume. So it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So to me, you know, the the old saying, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, and I'm like, the best time to start a podcast was about 10 years ago. The next best time is right now. So it's going to get big. Er. Well, I appreciate the insights there, and and so I'm going to hold you to all those predictions. Yeah, as we go. No, <laughs> no, uh, but I mean, I mean, everyone has uh, has has their own ideas of where they see things going. Um, but, but I know that you're really in tune with a lot of stuff, so I definitely appreciate that. And so, um, now as we uh, wrap up, is there anything that you'd like to say that maybe you haven't said yet, or something you'd like to reiterate? Uh, just, you know, if you want to see me, come check me out at schoolofpodcasting.com. And really, uh, so many people think, oh, who would listen to me? And, you know, I'm not a geek and this and that. Don't, don't let your fears stop you from, from at least trying. You know, that's where I, I, I said with the podcasting for free thing, just try it. Because for me, when I got my very first voicemail 10 years ago from a guy in Nuremberg, Germany named Michael Van Lahr, I about fell out of my chair. And so you never know that uh, there may be people just like you waiting for somebody to make a podcast just like yours. And when you start and you get that voicemail and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm not the only person that thinks this, it's, it's an awesome feeling. So don't let your fears hold you back. Well, I definitely hope that you enjoyed listening to that episode. And so if you want to get the show notes, be able to get some notes from what we talked about, you can go to creativestudio.academy slash three dash eight. And so you can be able to get the um, show notes there and so be able to get the links and things like that. Again, if you want to sign up for the School of Podcasting yourself, you can go to creativestudio.academy slash SOP for School of Podcasting. And so I would highly recommend doing that. And so I would definitely love to be able to hear from you. I'd love to get your feedback for how. how you're going uh, with your podcasting. And so if you're thinking about starting a podcast and you'd like a little bit more help, or you just want to let me know uh, you want some accountability, anything like that, just go ahead, go to the website, uh, send me uh, a message. And I would love to be able to talk to you about that. Be able to give you some encouragement, give you some pointers, love to be able to work with you with that. And so uh, definitely looking forward to that. If you haven't already also, um, it's been a while since I've uh, asked for it and it's been a while since I've gotten any uh, reviews on iTunes. And so if you would be so kind, if you are enjoying this and you haven't left a review yet, go to creativestudio.academy slash iTunes. 
and you can be able to leave a review for me there and i will get notification of that through mypodcastreviews.com and so um I, i would definitely appreciate being able to hear back from you that will also help the show to become more visible for people that are searching for content like this and so uh, i'm kind of adding a little bit extra here at the end uh, as far as calls the action um and so and i'm going to leave one more and so which i don't normally uh leave too many at the end but um i, I there's several things i've been wanting to mention and i haven't so i'm just going to go ahead and get it in here at this point the last thing I wanted to mention, and again, it refers to being able to give me some feedback, go to creativestudio.academy. You can click on the contact button, and I'd like to know what you would like to see covered over the summer during our fourth semester. And so I'm looking at probably about an eight-week semester in the summer just to kind of uh, cover some different things. And so I have some ideas, but I want to hear what you want. And so send me your questions, send me your ideas, and uh, that can help us be able to formulate what we're going to talk about um, in upcoming episodes. And so I'd love to be able to hear from you. So again, you go to creativestudio.academy and be able to click on the contact button. Also there, you should be able to see the phone number if you would like to give me a call and uh leave it in uh, form of voice. And so I would love to be able to hear your voice asking the question or giving the idea as well. I would love to be able to hear from you. So anyway, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, next session, we're going to be talking about uh, recording your podcast as part of the podcasting workflow. And we have a special guest with us as well as we look at that. And so we're going to have Bill Conrad uh, with us, who has uh, uh, been a great podcaster and so doing a lot of great things. And so uh, he's very excited uh, about what's going on. And so uh, you'll definitely see that as we get into this interview. So uh, that's next time. And I look forward to hearing from you again, creative Academy. Take care.